Hello and welcome to Tracks, Brighton's premier music podcast. I'm Tim. And I'm Harry. And this is episode number 94. This week we are celebrating slash commiserating the end of an era. Really? End of an era. era. That works, sort of. <laughs> Do it again, it might work better. The end of an era. Yes. Wow. Did you get it there, listeners? Did you? Did you not? Who knows? Basically... A kind of British institution is coming to an end this week and we are taking a look back at their glorious years, their glorious history and, uh, yeah, celebrating what has been the new musical express, The Enemy. It's a good episode, isn't it? Yeah. Loads of absolute bangers. It's a time traveller. What's your favourite one? My picks. (laughs) My picks. I was excited for your second. Oh, nice. I liked uh, your third. Thank you. <laughs> Cryptic. You're gonna have to find, You'll find out, out eventually, out. listeners. Uh, and to not hold you up from finding out what we're talking about any longer, we're gonna see them on what side of that damn cover? The flip side of it. Yeah. Shall we begin? Let's begin now. You're right, mate. Hello. How's it going? I'm very well. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. You're looking very smart and fresh today. I am, thank you. I had a shower. You've had a shower, you've got a new shirt, you've got new glasses. I've got my new glasses. I think we spoke about them on last week's show, didn't we? Possibly. Yeah, but they're here now. They're on your face. Yeah? Do you like them? I do. I like them much more than your old ones, actually. Really? I don't think I I I ever disliked your old ones, but then you put them back on earlier and I thought, I don't like those anymore. <laughs> They're different, ones. aren't they? Yeah. Very different. They're much yeah. thinner. Yeah. They suit you. A lot of lens here. Brought out your eyes. Thank you. <laughs> really bulbous milk bottle eyes now. Really? Is that milk no. bottle eyes? What yeah. are they? I, that's not a thing. Um, <laughs> like, when you look th- through a milk bottle and it's like your eyes are massive. Oh. It's no, not like that, though. No, it's not like that at all. <laughs> no. Uh, unlike you, I'm looking... Thoroughly dishevelled. I don't think so. You got your your black on as well. Nice little hat. Is that a new hat? Uh, no, it's a really old hat actually. Oh, you've been wearing it a lot. Yeah, it's come back out of the wardrobe. It's in the rotation. I was just wearing a black hat exclusively. This is great content. No, it is content because I personally do have a, a bit of a problem with it. Well, this hat. Yeah. Why? I've told you this. Oh, because you think you invented red. <laughs> because that's my colour. Yeah. Now Everything yours is bit... I have is that colour. So this is a bright red hat, listeners, just to catch you up on what, what we're discussing here. Bright maroon. You think bright maroon? Yeah. What's the difference? Literally nothing. But look, that's my jacket. Uh, yeah, well, I can't see my head at the moment, so I can't really <laughs> compare them. But Either way, you stole my colour, it's fine. Okay, well, I'd, I'm calling this my Tory Moir hat. Oh, yeah. In my head. Okay, I can... I can see that. And like I had my glasses on with it earlier. I was feeling very much Toro. Why don't you wear your glasses all the time? Um, partly because I like the world blurry. And <laughs> partly because I don't think they look that good on me. Oh, I think they look good on you. Cheers, mate. The world is blurry then. Yeah, I, I'm just so used to everything being the way it is. I find it all a bit overwhelming when I've actually got my glasses on. Looking at trees and stuff. Ugh. Gross. I want to see detail. <laughs> no, I, don't, I really don't. I like it just to be a green blur Mesh. in the sky. And I can see every leaf. It's like, ugh. That's weird. Yeah. I, I like clear- clarity. 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 <laughs> I like it, clarity. How has your week been? Uh, my much? week has been 
fun. Yeah. Yeah, loads of stuff has happened since we were last here. I went to Liverpool, went on a lads, 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 weekend away, away, away. Lads, drink, drink, drink. Yeah. Tour, tour, tour. Lots and lots of tour drinking. Bit of football, bit, bit of, of music. Bit of football, bit of music. Went to a really cool place called Mojo's, which, listeners, if you're ever in Liverpool, I recommend that very highly. Massive place. Looked like it would be like a proper nice establishment, from my memory of it anyway. Massive indie night is what it turned out to be. And like good alternative indie tunes as well. Like they play Arctic Monkeys, but it wouldn't be, I bet you look good on the dance floor. It was like, it was proper. Do you know what they would have played? I can't really remember. Arctic Monkeys wise. Jack will remember. I have a guess. Um, I just want to know like how, how album song. Maybe like Leave Before the Lights Come On, something like that. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I think they might have played that exact song. Nice. I've got a vague memory of that okay, but yeah that, that was great uh, dancing on tables and benches for hours on end had a lovely old time far too long on a bench me me and uh, the aforementioned your brother Jack we you know normally if you're in that kind of place maybe you do get on a bench for a little bit or a table there's usually but, other people though yeah but also you do it for maybe a minute or two and then you get back down <laughs> we were up there for so long like some of our friends came and joined us there and I literally did not get off the bench the entire time they were there. I just remember seeing them sort of down over there. Just felt like I was on a stage or something. Just sort of marching up and down this bench. <laughs> Don't know why. And the outside stuff as well. So the music probably wasn't even... What? Was no, this outside? is inside. No, like bench seating. Oh, right. Inside, yeah. God, you're such a Neanderthal. I am a Neanderthal. They were always on benches. <laughs> always in mojos. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was good. And uh, last night I was in the studio with, again, Jack and the rest of Buddha Blood. Premius, premius? Previous guest, Ben Brooks. And previous nice. guest, Dan Brooks. Uh, listening to them record their new... I think it's going to be a double A-side single. Which, really? Yeah. It would, I mean, technically... It's not actually going to have any sides because it's going to be digital <laughs> and only digital. Um, but that was really good. They're sounding great. Uh, we'll probably play it when it comes out on the show, I would imagine. Um, any idea? Oh, sorry, listeners, I'm banging into things. There's not <laughs> enough elbow space in here for me. Any uh, idea when that is... I think when they're looking at a release for I that? think quite soon. I think they want to... Um, their plan for the year is to release a lot more stuff. Uh, be quite regular with singles um, so I think yeah shouldn't be too long nice getting mixed and all that but yeah that was really fun so it's been a good week all round and I'm feeling quite chipper today good got the football later yeah it's an interesting time to we never really call on a Saturday afternoon no it's I mean we, you probably got here at like 2 o'clock but it's you know half 4 or something now but it's, yeah. it's light outside that's yeah. weird we've still got all the lights on it's still quite dark in here but yeah, yeah. Nice, we painted the picture. How about your week, Harry? <laughs> My week was good. It was um, very good, actually. Very good. Yeah. So Wednesday, I we previously mentioned we had a difficult few weeks a while ago, um, and one of the outcomes of that was me losing my two front teeth. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you could be able to hear that on previous episodes, maybe two, two of the last episodes, I might have had a slight lisp. Um Maybe you didn't. Maybe you did. I don't think you did. No? I never heard it. Maybe I had control. I would, I'd kind of bend my tongue to the left, yeah. where I had tooth left. Yeah. I had tooth left. Um, but I now have my teeth. Yeah. Although, interestingly, I never heard you whistle when you didn't have your teeth, and you did whistle in the car earlier. I definitely could. No, it's in, like, from talking whistling. You know when people are like... <laughs> oh. It, like, makes a whistling sound. 
So you think word. my speech is worse now? Well, you did whistle earlier. Well, so you're telling no. me that my whistling, I was whistling when I was talking. <laughs> no, you only did it once. Like it Why weren't you telling me? <laughs> Just hear the air flooding out of your mouth. Oh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> Tell me next time, all right? <laughs> well, do you're in the middle of saying something. Dis- I'm not going to be like, you whistled! <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Get your speech right. No, but I'll know which words to not use again if they make me whistle. Never say that word again. Right. <laughs> Got a lisp. All right, that's another one. Never saying that. Amazingly, I can't say the word lisp anymore. <laughs> lisp. <laughs> um, but I have my two front teeth and I can't thank the dentist enough for yeah. pretty much bringing them back to how they used to be. They look good. Is- Amazing. Uh, like we said, got the glasses. That's nice. It's been a bit of a building myself back up again week. Yeah. Um, Thursday night, went to a charity quiz. Quiz. It was for homeless. Did you have charity. a quiz name? Uh, no, mm, no. We were wave two. We have a really, we had a really big group that turned up. So we had wave one, and then we did actually change ours from wave two to wavy, which was. A bit different. Oh, so edgy. Because we were wavy. That's um, that's always one of the fun bits of going to a quiz, though. I know. Although it's a bit stressful. You, you think it's funny for a bit, and then when it comes to actually picking your name, you think... Oh. Well, I think they had already put wave one and wave two on the tables, and then they were starting the quiz, and we didn't have a name, so yeah. we just stuck with it and Fair. slightly adapted it a bit. Fair. But uh, I do... I like a pub quiz. I love a pub quiz. You had one recently, actually, didn't you? One last recently, week. you won one. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the difference between us. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I love pub quizzes, but I'm not very good at them. Yeah, but I personally did well. But by that I mean I got at least two right, which that's all right. for me, contributing. As soon as I get an answer, yeah, right, I'm like boom, I'm done. Right, <laughs> I'd now no longer have to go home thinking I didn't contribute anything to that. Um, I think the team actually did pretty well, but yeah. there were quite a few groups. I think we, we came kind of in the middle. That's all right. Near the end. As long as you're not like... Wave one came second. Second? Yeah. Ooh. They did that well. have the grown-ups on? It had the people that I think were getting less battered. <laughs> <laughs> it turned... Yeah. I think we got there and um, Guy Martin, who... His name's Guy Martin. Um, <laughs> a guy called Martin, lovely guy. He was just like, right, let's get some shots. And before you know it, we've got trays of shots coming over, like fifth, oh, sixth, seventh shot of all kinds of things, tequila and Jaeger bombs and all sorts. And then you had like two for one beers, two for one cocktails. And so things just ended up getting a bit messy. Yeah. You, um, you got quite drunk from the little I could tell. I think I got a, a text from you on the night saying I'd sent you something and you're like, I'm smashed, read it later. And then I sent you something <laughs> in the morning and you're like too hungover I'll read it later (laughs) (laughs) it was I I couldn't get back to Brighton that night yeah I think it ended at like half ten which isn't that late um and bloody bus replacements the last train I'm not doing my life so I slept on a floor at a mate not just on the floor just on the floor we've heard heard last week that you do sleep rough in London sometimes (laughs) exactly I'm used to it now um but that was really good it's nice to get out and although yeah. it might take a few days for you to kind of bring yourself back, which it has become a lot harder to do that than yeah. it ever was in the past. Yeah, that's the ageing process. Yeah. It used to be every day, or not every, at least every two days you were <laughs> drinking or going out or something. And yeah. now I just don't have the energy for it. I know. But one big night can be enough to like keep you happy for a week or so. Yeah. 
That's a nice motto to live by. <laughs> yeah, one night out keeps you happy. Um, it's like an apple a day. A night out a week keeps, <laughs> keeps the, doctor the doctor away. Very close by. You need to, you need to go Looming at the door, if anything. <laughs> um, but no, that, that was pretty much it. I think now we're at the weekend and I'm just ready to chill out a bit and yeah. record an episode. Yeah, which you're doing. Exactly. Um, so in a slight break from normal format, I believe you want me to go first with all songs this week. So mm-hmm. have you got a question for me? My question for you, Tim, is... Do you have a musical highlight of the week? I do have a musical highlight of the week, Harry. Excellent. It's, it's actually been quite a, an interesting week, I think. Uh, we've had a few really good things come out. Young Fathers being one of them. Um, I'm not going to go into it too much, because uh, I've talked about Young Fathers loads on the show. It's a bit boring for everyone. Um, but Coco Honey has come out, and it's brilliant. So, so good. Definitely go and check that out. Listeners, Very good. Um, Magic Gang they've also brought out an album which which I liked I was um, I've always been a little bit sort of on the fence about them I think you have to Um, but one it's really long there's loads and loads of songs on there Um, but they're all just like nice catchy pop indie pop songs really just fun Um, another one very easy listening I've listened to it twice while just sort of pottering around and working you don't have to engage with it too much Yeah, and I mean that in a good way um but my highlight, I'm going to pick because it came as a bit of a surprise to me. Um, a band from a long, long time ago in my head, although they've been pottering around doing other stuff over the years, obviously, um, that I'd kind of given up on. MGMT. Nice. What are your thoughts towards MGMT in general? Interestingly, um, so new album recently. Yeah. Um, MGMT in general... I've got time for because they've been. I, I was You've writing got time something. To pretend. I got no, no, very nice. <laughs> um, I was writing something the other day for a just a post for work, and I wrote just. I was trying to think of bands that they were. This band was similar to, and I, I kind of put uh, electro, electronic indie, yeah, uh, giants MGMT, and it it kind of made me remember how big they were at the time of us growing up with music and stuff, and they were, yeah especially in terms of me growing up and listening to a lot of indie bands. Yeah. They were one of the first forays into kind of more pop electronic stuff. Um, so yeah, I really like them. And the new album, it was a grower. I think I first few songs in, I was like, I don't think I like this. And then the more and more I've listened to it, I've got very into it. Yeah. Well, it's different to how they've been. And I like that. That's the thing. It It's kind of a, I've basically, I knew Oracular Spectacular quite well. Uh, and then the second album, yeah, called Congratulations, I just didn't do it for me and I'd kind of just forgotten about them. Point, yeah. And then even then, when I'd kind of heard some of the original songs, the big hits, I just got a little bit sick of them. You know, Electric Feel and all that. I kind of... I like it. I like it. It's a good song. But In Indie Night, you, you have a big yeah, dance to it. Even, stuff, even but... at Indie Night, sometimes I think, oh, this again. Really? Yeah. Just, I don't know, maybe a bit overplayed, maybe whatever it is. I'd kind of given up on them, but I thought, I'm going to give this new album a listen. I did it this week. Uh, it's called Little Dark Age. And like you say, totally different. Not all of it I that I love, if that makes sense. I don't love it all. Um, yeah. There's some songs which I think are just a bit <laughs> weak. And I... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but there's one song which I'm slightly obsessed with. 
Um, okay. I really, really, really love it. Uh, it's called When You Die. I think it's really funny. I think it's like just a kind of beautifully unique piece of music. And also, like the video is really, really trippy. It's got Ray Plashansky from Girls in it, starring in it. Um, it's just a really, really cool little song. And I'm going to play it right now. And then we're going to see what you think. Nice. So this is MGMT with When You Die.
So there you have it, MGMT with When You Die. What did you think? Oh, I love it, Tim. It's really oh, I love it, Tim. Really good, isn't it? It's cool. And I like the um, little Asian-y kind of fling. Yeah. I was nearly going to do the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, it's got it's got like a nice kind of, in some ways it's quite throwback. Even like sort of some Fleetwood Mac vibes in there. Mm-hmm. But also in that sort of classic MGMT style, a bit futuristic as well. Um, I would go so far as to say I think that's the best song they've ever made. Really? I think so. Um, I think it's great. And I, and I yourself. Exactly, I like that bit. And I like the fact that he's basically the complaint in the, the complaint in the whole song is that someone thinks he's really nice and he's not that nice and he really wants to prove the fact that he's not that nice. <laughs> they call me nice. Yeah. No, I like that. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> you nice man. Don't call um, me nice. So there you have it. That was my musical highlight of the week. Harry, what was your musical highlight of the week? My musical highlight of the week was <laughs> a person who recently has entered into a competition. NPR Tiny Desk Concert. Yeah, they're the I things they... It's a festival as such, but it's um, it's kind of like a competition to, to now be on that. To do a Tiny Desk Concert. Yeah, and so, I think one of the... If you win as well, you get to go on tour as kind of that as well. That's pretty cool. So for people who don't know what a Tiny Desk Concert is, what is that, Harry? So NPR have, you know, National Public Radio. Yeah. So they do a lot of podcasts that we listen to and stuff like that, but they're also big into their music and they've got... Yeah. Uh, songs, all songs considered, which is the music podcast, which is big. Yeah. They also do the podcast of the Tiny Desk concerts, yeah, I yeah. think. But they do videos of well-known artists and up-and-coming artists who play a desk, play around a tiny desk, <laughs> just in their office, <laughs> in isn't like it? an office, yeah. And uh, it's really cool. And they've had some absolutely brilliant people on yeah. there before as well. The Chancellor Apple one really stands out to me. Is I think that's my favourite. Yeah, that's so good. It was very, very good. Yeah. Um. So he's basically entered into this thing, and what he has produced has gone a, bit, a little bit viral. This guy? Yes. Uh, the guy, I'm sure you'd like to know, is called Hobo Johnson, with the, the band and the Lovemakers. So that's Good name. all of them I, together. I like the combination of the two, Yeah. and I like them both individually. His name is Hobo Johnson, apparently, because he was like brought up in a... Actually, no, I was confused about his answer, because he kind of mixed things up. I think he was like so... Where were you born and stuff? And he kind of answered the question where the artist was born. Right. So he was like, Hobart Johnson was born <laughs> in a truck. And then they kind of left it. And I think oh. it all got a bit confusing. So <laughs> he's a Sacramento-based uh, hip-hop artist who is kind of... You'll hear this. And he's it's a little bit spoken wordy, a yeah. little bit conversational kind of hip-hop. And it has a lot of indie elements you know you you get that mixture of kind of do-it-yourself hip-hop yeah, yeah with nice beats that you could probably put on a uh, an indie band's album yeah and uh, all kind of, the aesthetic is quite do-it-yourself diy uh and it's really nice um let's listen to the track first and then we'll come back and i can tell you a little bit more about him and just before we play it, i do want to say that i cannot find a recorded version of this as far as i know he has not got one um so this is from the video itself um, it's on YouTube. This is on YouTube, yeah, and it's everywhere at the moment. So this is Hobo Johnson and the Love Makers with Peach Scone. Oh, Scone. What up, Bob? God, man, we're Hobo Johnson Love Makers. We're a couple kids, five, I guess, that like to make a little bit of love, like to make a little bit of music. Look at that. That's a desk. Just kidding, Bob. It's a table. I don't care about rules. 
Hi, what's your name? How are you? How's your life? Oh, you got a man. Are you in love? If so, a type. Is it just platonic, strictly just as friends are the type that ties you two together till tomorrow's end? If it is, disregard every time I call you pretty. Though it's meant sincerely, it's just my imagination drifting. Brush me off like the dirt on Jay-Z's shoulder so I fall to ground, collect myself, and get ready to take over your heart. Or at least your spare time. And I love the thought of being with you. Or maybe it's the thought of not being so alone. The second one's way sadder than the first one, but I don't know. I love the thought of being with you. Or maybe it's the thought of not being so alone. Damn, I really love being loved, but also really love not crying on the. We should go get a cup of coffee and all act friendly. And I won't pull any stunts, but I'm a freaking stunt puller from birth. So I don't know what to tell you if I try to confess my love for scones. I just want to tell you real quick, please. Shh. I love these scones. Just the diversity between the selection, the raspberry, the blueberry, the strawberry, pumpkin, even, which is basically a fucking squash. How you gonna make a scone out of a freaking squash? It blows my mind. Oh, man. But what are you talking about? I'm so sorry to interrupt. Oh yeah, your boyfriend made you mad the other day? What was he saying? What was he talking about? Oh my God, that's crazy. What do I think? Hmm, let me think about it, let me think about it. He was being mean at that time. But I'm sure he's gonna turn around at some point. And? I love the thought of being with you. Or maybe it's the thought of not being so alone. I really love being loved, but also really Crying on the phone, man. I felt the thought of being with you. Or maybe it's the thought of not being so alone. I don't know. The second one's way sadder than the first one, but I don't know. What's up? Yeah, what's going on? Oh, yeah, she told me a lot about you. Yeah, uh huh. It's so great that you're doing all of those things. You should keep doing all of them. I. Think. Oh yeah, my name's Hoa Johnson. I'm a rapper. I'm actually not a rapper. I like to say I'm a musician. I play guitar sometimes too, just not as good as Derek. It doesn't matter, but she is like the nicest person I've ever met in my whole life. And I'm sure you know because you sleep next to her every night and you guys just probably cuddle and kiss or whatever. But she, you know, she's just so sweet and she cared about me a lot when no one else cared about me. And I think that's really nice. And, you know, she's just a, she's just a peach. She's a peach. Let's go. She's a peach. Go, Bob. And? with her I just really hope that she doesn't get hurt man they say it takes two years to come back down to earth from that lovely place that you've been I heard it's so nice I heard it's so nice good for you I'm glad and if you find someone that really loves you for who you are keep being with them man because that's what matters in this life Bob Thank you. So there we go. That is Peach Scone. What do you think? I really, really like it. And it's yeah. growing on me more and more every time I hear it. I think Good. that was maybe my fourth or fifth listen to it. Um, a little bit jarring at first. And I imagine yeah. a, a number of listeners at home will have thought, I'm not really sure what this is. It's a bit weird. Yeah. Um, but the more you hear it, the more you kind of get into the character of him. Yeah. 
I think Definitely. it's really. I good. think a lot of it is his character yeah. and his delivery and the way he looks and how he's looking at the camera and stuff. I mean, definitely go and check out the video because that will give you a lot more to go on. Um, but it's it's just a. It seems like a quite a. I'm sure loads of people have done this, and I'll get people who say, "Oh, what about them and them and them?" But it just seems like a new way of delivering that kind of thing, and yeah. I quite like it. And yeah, I, I, was, like, I like it too. Yeah, and I think it's quite brave in a way. Like what he's talking about, it's quite brave mm. to sort of stand there and say that. There's not any kind of. I think that's why it might have gone viral. Yeah, bravado about it, but also it's so stripped back. The instrumental's really, really simple, and that's Very. quite brave to put something out like that as well. I think new artists often the temptation is to pile loads of stuff on because if one bit sounds good, then ten bits must sound better. Yeah. So to keep it quite stripped back was really, really cool. Very. I like it. So is he the front runner for this competition, as far as you can it tell? It seems so, because I haven't. I don't know many other contestants or yeah. people that have offered much, yeah. because this one's kind of blown up and it's everywhere and it's on all the channels that have nothing to do with music. They're posting it and stuff as well. So I think on Facebook it had like two million hits after a month or so or something. So Wow. Well, get him on that tiny desk, I say. Yeah. Good nice luck, Hobo. Good luck, Hobo. And the lovemakers. And the lovemakers. <laughs> nice one. So we're done. We're done. Bye. See you later, mate. <laughs> Bye. So this week, a bona fide British institution announced that they were closing their doors, or at least their papery doors. The NME, the New Musical Express, uh, after over 50 years, 60 years, 1952. Mm. How long ago is that? Nearly 70 years. That's loads of years. They've been doing a weekly printed music newspaper, magazine, uh, always highlighting kind of the most new up-and-coming exciting and i guess alternative uh music around in the uk and further afield it's one of those things that for me certainly and i imagine exactly the same for you harry Mm. we've kind of grown up with it just being iconic yeah the enemy being on the being in the enemy what they're saying is great right now that's what you follow that's kind of the first touch point for me i think growing up yeah in the media we aren't artists, so we can't say this, but I think from the response I've seen from a lot of bands and a lot of musicians has been that being on the enemy as a, like a front cover artist has been a bit of a break for a lot of people. I think that would, even now, and in recent years, they've gone from a paid print publication to a free one. It's changed a lot, and some would probably argue unrecognisably from its kind of heyday in the 80s and 90s. Um but even now, I think if I were in a band and we were in the enemy, I would be like, "Yeah, we're in the enemy. That is so cool. That would be like a real goal, a Whether real milestone. Whether it's the free one or not, that's staying. That's put, getting put in a frame. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, be- because it, every you know they've championed everyone, all the biggest, most exciting things. Mm. Um, and what they've become now, which we won't get into too much, but a lot of people don't like what they've become. They have still been the best for a long long time and yeah. I don't think even with the free I've read a few of the free ones that were going and they were kind of still up there it's just yeah. a different kind of world for them that they yeah. they couldn't quite keep up 
No, and I think for a lot of people, the the problem with moving to the free one was that obviously with a free print, advertising is what pays for it, and yeah. that somehow felt against the ethos of the enemy. And I think um, it's probably been a bit of their downfall. Really, it maybe lost its cool. It was always for me growing up the coolest. I, yeah. I always felt so cool going into a shop and buying a copy would, of Enemy. Yeah, I would have Enemy and I would take it to college and you would kind of get it out and be like, yeah. I've got the Enemy. I yeah. care about music. Just this slap is it down. me. Learning about music because that's me. I like music. <laughs> I'm a music guy. Talk to me. Uh, In 10 years, I will have a podcast I about music. People used to insult me and this was an insult then that really wasn't. And they would say, oh, it's Harry. We're always just coming up with some bands that nobody's ever heard of. It's like, as a thing. And I'd be like, um, I could say that's a good thing. I would love it if someone said that about me now. <laughs> Timmy knows all the weird bands. My that... boss at work still says that. Really? Yeah. That the big boss who owns the company is always like, for he was for Christmas our Christmas party. He would like he was Santa. Yeah. And he'd bring everybody up and he'd say a little bit about you or he'd say something right. and he's just like here's you maybe next time you can bring us some bands that no one's ever heard of and <laughs> scribbly bobbly and he'd make up some band names and something and oh. yeah that's that that's me which you I don't even like. really listen to bands anymore i do not that much i can see from your <laughs> cheeky little smile that the people at home can't see hey i do but it's not my prime target anymore. it's not your amazon prime at all although in terms of my work i do oh really i'll let you know that interesting yeah. How many are you stealing off me? I've never stolen off you. <laughs> I don't believe you, no, but it's fine. You shouldn't. <laughs> anyway, um, so to kind of mark this, what I think is a sad day. I feel sad about it. Yeah. Although I haven't read it for ages. It's one of those things, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, me like, neither. Even the website. I just like um, knowing that it's there. Yeah, I like knowing it's there. It's like... I don't read the Bible, but I know it's there. Actually, yeah. that's not the same. I don't care about the Bible. Um, but it's there, and I can't remember the last time I read a or bought a copy of Enemy. Mm. It must have been 2015, something like that. Yeah, I would think so, around then. Mm. And their website doesn't do it for me. Either. No. <laughs> Sorry, Enemy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they're keeping the website going, so you'll be happy to hear that, Harry. Yeah, I'd like to know it's there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, to mark this occasion, we're going to pick three songs each, which are vaguely enemy-related for whatever reason. Yep. And I'm up first. Tim, you're going to go first. Oh, can I, I can introduce it? This is disconcerting. Tim, can you go first, please? I will go first, please. Oh, well, I like I don't that. know why I said please. <laughs> <laughs> you just really want to go. Um, okay. So one of the things that I always kind of paid special attention to with the enemy was their end of year lists. Yeah. They, to me, really, really mattered if they would do uh, albums of the year, songs of the year. And I feel like everyone does them now. We do them. Every single music website out there does them. But, but they're the one of the ones you, because you yeah. everyone has like a top three places they go yeah. and they've always been out there. Yeah. And back in the day, I feel like they, they weren't as common. It was a real kind of, this is your indie alternative top 100 songs of the year yeah um for you know when i was about sort of 14 15 16 i would yeah i would invest so much into it i remember i remember when um uh sea within a sea the horrors Mm. that was the song of the year and i had said to some people that that was the best song on the album and i was so absolutely chuffed to bits not only in like a just I want it to be right way but I was so happy that that was the song and I just thought wow 
what an honor for the horrors the horrors have made it they are the number one song of the year um so they're great for those and we've i've used them multiple times their lists as kind of resources for the show as well mm. very regularly uh, if we've got a theme i'll go and cause, uh, you know they do best indie love songs and all that kind of stuff um but what they did a few years ago now was the 500 greatest songs ever which is a really interesting list i would it's hard enough for us trying to collate a songs of the year list mm. if i actually had to try and collate a best songs ever list i don't even know where i'd begin it i mean would... that would be a hell of a playlist in terms of a party i well, maybe not a party because there'd be some sad ones yeah. on there as well but if you just pop that on you're gonna get wall to wall yeah beautiful tracks yeah um but what I wanted to pick, I think the reason I've chosen this song is because a lot of people see have seen The Enemy over the years as a bit of just kind of an indie rag, kind mm. of. It only talks about guitar bands. They're very specific in their likes. You know, they've got their favourites. You know, the Gallaghers are seen as one of those people who are just on the front cover every week. Because that's, yeah, exactly. But actually, you know, reading it for many years... They're, they're, there's been a huge amount of diversity in what they've talked about and um, they they just like what's the next cutting edge of whatever it is um, so the song I wanted to pick it came number 3 in their 500 greatest songs ever and I thought it was really really interesting choice it's Donna Summer with I Feel Love which nice. couldn't be further away from that kind of guitar music that everyone thinks of the enemy but it's brilliant would I make it the third best song ever no, I would not. No. Would you? No. 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 I'm not even sure I'd get my hundred. I'd have to sit down. No. No. Yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm, yeah, in fact, I'm, I'm definitely sure I wouldn't. But absolute banger, and I like the fact that it highlights the diversity of their output. So let's have a little listen to Old Donna.
So there you have it. That was Donna Summer with I Feel Love. Do you feel love? I feel love. I like that you've taken it down an octave because uh, while that song was playing, we were both trying to sing it and hit the notes. And maybe, maybe one day that footage will be leaked out to you listeners because it was quite special. Yeah. They are notes that we should not be attempting to hit. And we didn't do it justice like Louis Theroux might have. The proud... Oh, yeah. Oh, God. One day we need to get them on just to do like a rendition of that podcast. Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, Don. (laughs) People are like, what are you two talking about? (laughs) Anyway, uh, Jack... Jack. Just called you Jack. Can you believe that? Ooh! I hate you! (laughs) That is literally the worst thing I could have done. But I've done it, and it's recorded for everyone to hear. Harry. That's your name, right? (laughs) Yes. You're staring at me so intensely right now. Uh, Do you have a pick? I do. I can... Lizzie. (laughs) Um, so, I'm not really sure on the the kind of order I want to do these on, but I would go with. So, enemy for me, apart from being a magazine I was into, was something that I think I'd heard what enemy was doing for music at the time. Mm-hmm. This was around 2005, 2006. Okay, so I'm taking you back, and this album was released I don't know if it was part of um, if it came out separately to a magazine or if it came with it but I think it was separate but I'd found it somewhere it was called Enemy Presents Essential Bands 2006 so a compilation thing it was a compilation yeah and I don't think I've ever seen another one this no. might have been the only one <laughs> um, but I remember picking this up in probably an HMV mm-hmm. or a Woolworths Woolies. Oh, those, those are the days Woolies and it was pretty much my door opening into indie music. Yeah. Because before this, that w- those were the years of Akon, 50 Cent, stuff like that. Yeah. And then I discovered what a guitar can do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so to take you back, these were the some of the tracks that were on here. So we've got When You Were Young by The Killers. Okay. Chasing Cars, Snow Patrol. Okay. Monster, The Automatic. Nice. Fratelli's Chelsea Dagger. <laughs> Uh, Guillemots Trains to Brazil Oh I miss the Guillemots Yeah I'd completely forgotten about them They were good Um, You Can Have It All Kinds of Chiefs Whee! That's a great tune as well by it the way is. That's one of the best from the first album And then uh, of course When the Night Feels My Song Bitter and Sound Clash Then we've got The Maccabees X-Ray po- Possibly I think almost definitely The first time I'd ever heard The Maccabees So that was Maybe a year or two after they released the the if I, maybe the year they released that single. So yeah. from the very beginning, that was my opening into this kind wow. of stuff. That, that I mean, that's a life changing moment, quite genuinely. Yeah, and I'm glad I didn't become a massive, massive fan of Razorlight instead. <laughs> <laughs> I did pick the best song on the album, but I'm not going to pick that. Uh, what I'm going to pick is Writer's Block by Just Jack. Great. This time the name is Jack. <laughs> Uh, do you remember Just Jack? I do remember Just Jack. He was a little pale man with sort of quite short cut blonde hair. Or maybe he was bald. He, like, he had hair. It's like he has hair now. It's like short. Um, and he was good. He was kind of... What was he like? He was, I, what was he like? Do you know what like? he reminds me of? And I don't remember the name, but the, the, what's that JCB song? Nisloppy. Right. Reminded me a bit of that. And a little bit Jamie T-esque. Somewhere in between the, the two of them. Yeah, a little bit in between. I'm not seeing the Nisloppy at all. You're not? 
Oh, Rather than having a JCB. That, yeah, that, that was like a really sweet, like little acoustic number, wasn't it? That's the. I'm Luke that's what on I've... five, and my dad's Bruce Lee. Yeah, but he had some songs like that. J- oh, maybe I don't. Wasn't as much of a just Jack I aficionado mean, as you were. I remember the more dancey ones. Yeah, I mean, Stars in Their Eyes was yeah. a big one. Why do you have to go and put stars in their eyes? See that slow, see? Didn't realise. The song I'm going for is called Writer's Block. So if if you don't know it, this is it. Just Jack with Writer's Block. I must have got up about 20 to 7, had a shower and had breakfast and uh, had a couple of pieces of toast. You know, forced it down and had a cup of coffee. So it was pouring with rain and I thought, oh God, you know, put out England. I get this writer's block It comes as quite a shock And now I'm stuck between a hard place and the biggest rock In my own head consumed I sit back in my room It's like the tapestries of life get tangled in the loom I'm like a butterfly Caught in a hurricane My pulse is quickening as my heart plays a new refrain I'm loving Mary Jane Flying with Lois Lane On board a bullet train don't know yet if I'm glad I came Don't know yet if I'm glad I came Obviously this helped me I think Don't know yet if I'm glad I came Don't know yet if I'm glad I came I always hoped that it would happen but I never thought it really would Sometimes at night I think too much About life and love and music and stuff I'm living in the past, my clock's an hour fast Should really go and make a coffee but I can't be asked. I've lost my mobile phone, you'll have to call my home On second thoughts just leave a message when you hear the tone My grimy window show, the early morning glow Another day, another dollar in my one man show I'm loving Mary Jane, flying with Lois Lane on board a bullet train Don't know yet if I'm glad I came Don't know yet if I'm glad I came Obviously this helped me I think Don't know yet if I'm glad I came Don't know yet if I'm glad I came I always hoped that it would happen but I never thought it really would What a 
stay tuned. Tim, do you remember that? I do. Really, really good. It stands up, actually. It does. There's a few little moments that sound a tiny bit dated, but generally speaking, I think that's still really good. Nice little bass bits in there. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. I haven't heard that song for so many years. No, but it came flooding straight back. That's when so you know much. it's a winner. Absolutely. So that's mine. Tim, second pick. Uh, next up, what I always kind of, one, found a little bit funny about The Enemy, but two, actually really liked, was they, they were always trying to start new scenes. Like, everything was part of a movement. Mm. Everything was a new scene. And one of the ones that uh, kind of caught my imagination the most, I guess, around the time when I was kind of leaving school, starting college, was what they termed New Rave. Do you remember New Rave? Yeah. We're talking klaxons. We're talking late of the pier. We're talking that kind of stuff. It was all, yeah, basically kind of guitar-y rave music. Lots of bright colours. Uh, lots of kind of early 90s imagery. And lots of really, really good tunes. It was one that was quite short-lived, never really took off. But I think it's, I mean, there's been hundreds for some reason, I'm, my mind is going completely blank of all the other ones that I had written down earlier. But basically, enemy likes a scene. And we all want a scene, really, don't we? We all want to feel part of a scene. Mm. Um, and it was really exciting <coughs> to like go to a new rave gig. I remember seeing Claxons on their first show, and they brought in, like, a few other bands. Oh, sorry, on their first tour, and seeing they brought a few other bands who played similar kind of music. And it's like we're going to a new rave night, mm. and we all got the bright clothes, and we all like went and were sort of trying to be part of it. Were you in bright clothes? We were in bright clothes, yeah. Can't imagine you in bright clothes. Um, I was a bit brighter back then. Mr. Darkman. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, I'm going to play a Klaxon song because they were kind of the leaders of this scene. And I found out about them through the enemy. So in 2007, Myths of the Near Future came out, their debut album, which I think won the Mercury Prize. Um, and it's full of loads of weird but great songs. There's ones you'll obviously know, Golden Scans, Atlantis to Interzone. Mm. They are bonafide classics but the one I like the most and the one I'm going to play is called uh, Totem on the Timeline yeah it's a really really that really good one that I love her were my two favourites yeah they're oh, not quite next to each other but almost next to each other in the track list uh, bangers stone cold bangers and I'm excited to hear this one it's going to be a bit like Just Jack this one's going to take me back so here it is Totem on the Timeline by Claxons
Another throwback Wednesday for you. Yeah. I enjoyed that. On Me to you, too. Harry. Talking over <laughs> each other. <laughs> I only said me too. It's okay. Hashtag. I tried to keep it quieter. Um, right, so now we're going back to 2012-ish. Oh, so that's forward from where we were. Okay, we're going forward to 2012 on the timeline. Yeah, Julius Caesar is not there. Um, so... A thing I've actually mentioned a few times on the podcast is that I did become quite an avid collector of Enemy, where I would rip the front page and I would put it on my wall. That was a big thing. I used to love that look. Yeah. Lots, I, of, lots of people went for it. Especially when I was in halls. Really? People would come in and, you know, I was the guy with the fairy lights and the Enemy magazine. Of course you were. You love fairy lights. I was like, you know, the cool one, but also... <laughs> Nice sensitive, you know, he has his fairy lights, very you, cool. You were Kingsley from Fresh Meat, basically. Yeah, I have been told that before, actually. Have you? Yeah. Oh. Do you find it flattering, or? It was a little bit of a wet flannel. But... It was a little bit of a soggy biscuit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, t- uh, Joe said that I was him when he starts to learn guitar. Oh, yeah. That stage of him, which, yeah, I'm not the massive fan of that. There's a, fun- there's a line in that programme that really makes me laugh, his girlfriend's talking about him. Right, uh, and he says she says something like, uh, "You know, he stuck with the Arctic Monkeys through those two middle albums, and I really respect him for that." <laughs> <laughs> they were good albums. <laughs> um, I don't remember that. That's cool. Um, so, obviously, picking something from a cover is a tricky job. There were so many brilliant yeah. ones. So I've actually gone with a band that was on uh, an issue in 2012. Bombay Bicycle Club. Um, one of the main reasons why I'm going for them, their, their front cover was really nothing special, but it was one of the main centerpieces because that was the band I was really into at the time. Yeah. And I've gone back through my Instagram to try and find these pictures. I've got to say, the technology has moved on <laughs> so much in like five years. Of yeah, old pictures look so bad. They're so grainy. There's like nine pixels <laughs> per photo. It's, and I don't know if it. I used to put all kinds of like. You really know when you're getting younger when you're going down your Instagram. You're putting like all these kind of filters over it and like like frames and things oh, to try yeah. and look cooler. And it just looks terrible. Anyway, I've gone through those and there were three iterations. There were hall the hall halls. Um, where I had kind of, you can see them building even more. And the third house is where the, the wall really was what, the, it was a spectacle. And a massive Bombay Bicycle Club poster up there as well. And this one was just underneath it. Um, but they've just been a band that I've been really into again recently. Just yesterday I was 
going back and listening to them kind of researching for this. And I just remembered how brilliant they are. And I don't think they've had much play on the podcast, as far as I'm concerned, anyway. No, they haven't had anywhere near enough, especially for how much we both like them. Yeah, they were you know, up there with some of those Maccabees kind of bands that we, we've loved in the past. Um, Same era, for sure. So I'm going to play a song from the album So Long, See You Tomorrow, which... Is that your favourite? No, but um, there's a song called Carry Me, which I was listening to at work, and I was just like, oh my god, this was a brilliant album. Yeah. And like, really getting into it and stuff, and I remember seeing them at Reading, my first ever like proper big festival that I went to as well, and that was massive. I think that, there was an enemy stage? There was an enemy stage, yeah. I think it was on that, but <laughs> I wish it was. Um, but I'm going to go with Carry Me, because it's a wicked tune. And nice. this band will they're kind of together with their enemy brand for me because of what they meant to me growing up in that moment for sure yeah so this is Carry Me by Bombay Bicycle Club
There we go, Carry Me by Bombay Bicycle Club. Just before we move on to him, do you have a favourite album of theirs? Uh, first album. First album. For me. Because... It's one of the best first indie albums. For yeah, him. because it's proper guitar stuff. I, For me, I loved all the later stuff as well. Loved how experimental they got, but that was very much my ballpark. Yeah. Um, and I think song for song. I just always like this. Is That would be in my top 100 songs. It would be, uh, 100%. Yeah. And the video for it's great as well. Yeah, everything about it. They're an interesting band, aren't they? Really Jack great. Jack has had many iterations of how he looks. I know, bald now. Bald as an egg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wicked. So, Tim, third and final. Uh, third and final. I'm going to stay in the same uh, sort of area that you're in. Front covers of The Enemy. Because that is... It's funny that for something... that Obviously, so much work goes into all the content. But just that picture of a cool band with enemy written in that iconic typeface in the top left hand corner there's just something so sort of evocative about that to me that kind of without all the rest of what they've done that is part of their um the most important things about it mm-hmm. and i guess that's one of the things maybe i feel saddest about it no longer being a print publication that so many amazing bands and artists who are to come won't have that front cover of the enemy that's the saddest thing for me is I know I'm not going to get a front cover now. They should. It was always possible possibility. If I was advising them, I would say, although you don't really get the kind of uh, landing pages that you used to get on websites where it's like, enter here, mm. I would have a front cover for the enemy's website so that it looks, it's like picking up the enemy. It's like having who's on the front cover Yeah. this month. Yeah, I think that would be a really good idea Yeah. if anyone's listening. I oh. actually know somebody who used to design for them. Really? Yeah. I will pitch it to them. Yeah. I won't. I'll think it. No, it's a really good idea. Let's do a website. Should we do that? (laughs) Should we (laughs) become the tracks thing? Yeah. Anyway, uh, so covers. Album, not album covers. What am I on about? I've completely lost my train (laughs) of thought, listeners. I'll get there. I'm banging into things. Chaos is in my head (laughs) right now. (laughs) Covers of the enemy. Yeah. Covers. Uh, (laughs) When I was born, Back in 1991, on the 19th of February, there were a certain band who were on the cover. If you went into the news agents on that day, you would have seen Happy Mondays. Pretty cool. I had a decent run. I think you were saying earlier, because you actually found this one out for me, so this is essentially your pick, but my pick. Um, But I think we had Charlatans very close to then. R.E.M. R.E.M., yeah. And I can't really remember who the others were. That's what I told you. Yeah. Well, I've remembered them all then. Um, (laughs) But Happy Mondays is great. And I just thought, why not pick the one from my birthday if I'm going to pick anyone who has been on the cover of the enemy? I like the idea of, and this probably may not have happened, but I'd love it if it did, if your dad, like, or your mum, bought that that year, or just after your birth. My my dad, and I, he must still have them. He bought, he bought the newspapers on, all the newspapers on the day that I was born and on the day that Lizzie was born. Really? It's like a little memento thing. Probably didn't get enemy, but that would be amazing if he did. I hope he did. Did you, Dad? No, he didn't. <laughs> uh, that's a shame. Maybe I'll do that for my kids. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can't. Oh yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> we'll just have to play them the episode of tracks that came out that week. <laughs> just screen prints of the website. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we're going to play Loose Fit by the Happy Mondays. Here it is.
lovely stuff we've been dancing around. Hope you have two at home, listeners. Harry, now the time has come for your third and final pick. Yep, yeah. and the reason why I come, I want to go last, Tim, is because I think this song is a good way to kind of take us out as well. Yes, um, it is slightly attached to the whole um, covers thing. And also to what I said earlier about bands finding out this news like everybody else and showing all the covers they had and wishing Enemy well and saying thank you for everything they did for you and stuff. And back in the day, 2002, a band was on the cover that became quite iconic. The cover itself, so much so that I have a t-shirt with this cover on. Really? Sadly, it was through Top Man who jump onto things like that and start selling them and yeah it's gonna happen they become a bit annoying I very um, nearly bought a Joy Division t-shirt from H&M the other day and then an unknown purchase one yeah and then stopped myself purely because it was a a bit different and also I can't go to a Joy Division gig and get one but then I did stop myself I thought I don't ever want to be part of this it's too much I've got one and it's too much hassle yeah yeah you know, I don't know if I've told the story. I probably have. Oh, you have, yeah. Right. About being at Reading, wasn't it? Yeah. And just people want to shoot you down. If you're wearing a band t-shirt or something, just, I just like it. Yeah. I know a couple of the songs. I'm not a massive... Oh, do I have to be the massive yeah. fan to like to wear this thing? Yeah. And plus, that's like one of the coolest t-shirts ever. Yes. Like, everyone just shut up. Yeah. We, we should... You know what? Actually, I'm going to go back and buy it. <laughs> I hope you do. I've changed my mind right now. And because just bring a list of songs. To bring all of their out, all of their songs. I know loads of songs. No, I know, but people will want me. more yeah. from you <laughs> if you do. If you Leave give me alone, 10 songs everyone. to say, oh, but you don't know eleven. So, uh, people are awful. People are the worst. People are the worst. Sorry, listeners, not you. The, the, everyone except you. I will move on, but the reason why I have a problem with this is because I can wear a Maccabees T-shirt, and someone will say name songs, and I know I know every song. I know the, yeah. and you know that. Yeah. Because of the pressure, yeah. I'll say two space kisses and they'll go off oh, classic. Yeah. You only know one song, and I'll be like, no, please just give me time. <laughs> I know my podcast. <laughs> it, it would just really annoy me, and yeah. that's sometimes why I can't get Maccabee stuff because I know I'll get put in that situation. Yeah. And that's if people don't know, that's how my brain works. Yeah. If, you, if I'm put on the spot, which often is the case when we're doing a podcast, yeah. I forget all the words there ever was. Yeah. So it happens. Yeah. That's Good life. Idea to do a podcast thing, wasn't it? So, <laughs> um, I'm going with the Libertines. Yes. So this was on a 2002 cover. It's brilliant. As soon as I show you it, you'll know exactly. I think I already know. Cover. Can I guess? Are they in like the red sort of no, military style? Not actually, but I did have that on my wall too. It's um, Pete is wearing like a ripped England shirt. I know this one yeah, as well. He's the closest to the camera. Yes. Um, and that is a seminal kind of uh, yeah, yeah piece of artwork for the for the whole enemy brand um and the reason why i'm gonna go for this particular song is because firstly it's one of my favorite ones along with what katie did although we've played that before yeah i don't think we have played music when the lights go out and it's it seems like that's gonna work yeah we can't really play that and then play an outro song it needs to be done so it makes perfect sense it does great pick so does that mean tim that we are ending here i guess we are yeah. That felt brief. It I wonder if it felt brief. brief to you at home, listeners. I'll tell you what wasn't brief, though. Uh, tell me. The enemy. It wasn't. It lasted for... Loads of years. 70 years, nearly. Yeah. Maybe. And it's sad that it is ending. Yeah. R.I.P. NME. Oh. 
from M.E. <laughs> M.E. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We yeah. really appreciate it. It's been lovely. I don't know why we do, we're doing the, the ending so low energy. We've really just dropped off all of a sudden. Maybe we're feeling sad all of a sudden. It's about, a sad time, Tim. About the enemy. Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you. We'll be back next week, as always, on Wednesday. You can find us in all of the usual places. Twitter, Instagram, Facebooks, all those things. We're on them. Uh, and we'll see you then. Yep. Thank you, guys. Bye. Thank you, enemy. Is it cruel or kind not to speak my mind and to lie to you rather than hurt you? Well, I'll confess a lot of my sins after several large gins, but still I'll hide from you, hide what's inside from you. And alarm bells ring when you say your heart still sings when you're with me. Oh, won't you please forgive me? I'm no longer here to muse Oh, no. Clubs and the drugs and the tubs we shared together to stay with me forever. But all the highs and the lows and the twos and the throws they left me dizzy. Oh, won't you please forgive me? I no longer hear the music. Oh, no. Well, I no longer hear the music when the lights go out. Love goes cold and shades a thousand strange lights. Bye.